So I always talk about how Bible stories are so relatable because they are. And a lot of people, when it comes to the Christian faith, they won't believe in it because they're like, that's not me. It doesn't make sense because we're trying to make the Bible about us. But the Bible's not about you. The Bible is about God. And it shares stories about how God was able to bring people to their right minds to understand what he wanted best for their life. The Bible is a book of stories about God and how God brought people out of situations and how God showed up and was God. So allow me to take five and walk these Bible stories. Well, I'm going to walk it like I talk it. I'm going to add my ad libs and we're going to get straight into it. All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right, family, let's go ahead and get into this. This is take one of five. And we're going to talk about Noah. We're going to talk about Noah, that man, Noah, the man that God had to build the ark when there was a flood. Let's talk about him. There's a story in the Bible called the Tower of Babel. And it teaches us how so many different languages came into being. Now, this is interesting. Years after the flood, when Noah and his family settled down and had more children. Hold on. More children? Okay, let's keep reading. They began to move from place to place. When they reached the land of Babylon, they decided to settle there and build a tower so high that it would reach the sky. The hearts of the people were proud and they thought that they could reach the same level as God, the highest. Now, that's where they went wrong. And, and... And Noah should have known better. Like God didn't already called you to build an ark and to save some animals during this flood. And then you go to a town and build a build a tower so high that it reaches a level of God to the point where people idolize you and they want to do exactly what you're doing. Noah, you're supposed to be leading by example. But y'all, this this just goes to show that we are all human. But let's keep reading. The pride was their downfall. When God came down to the city, see, look, now y'all had to bring God into it. And God got to come down and check the people. And he saw what the people are doing and he got angry and he had every right to, especially like Noah. I done, I didn't had you save animals. I didn't cause the flood. I caused you to do things that I didn't ask anybody else to do. And you go to a town and create a tower so high that everybody else start getting into their pride and they start following you. See, now that's when I got to step in and be like, hey, chill out. Let me show you what I'm about to do. He decided to put a stop to their construction by making sure that nobody could understand each other. Wow. God made sure that all the people there began to speak a different language so that their neighbors could no longer understand each other. Mm, that's that's smart. That's lo- God, that's low key smart. Instead of burning their houses on fire. And knocking the buildings down, you made them speak in different languages so they wouldn't understand each other. So therefore, how can you be prideful if you don't even understand what the next person is saying? Wow, let's keep reading. When people tried to communicate, it turned into a whole babble of confused voices. Soon, everyone who spoke the same language left the city together. And in this way, they spread out across the world, taking their different languages with them. This is why the tower is called the Tower of Babel. Hmm. 
Perhaps that's the origin of the word babble. Oh, shucky ducky. The pride of people, y'all, the pride of the people of Babylon led, led to their downfall. Just like how Satan wanted to be like God, you can't put yourself so high on a pedestal that people idolize you like God. It's just not going to work. Pride will lead to your downfall. And that's what a lot of people fail to understand. Artists and celebrities will become so big. Like there's people that say, yo, I knew so-and-so when they first started making music. Or I knew so-and-so when they first became an actor or an actress. Or when they first started working on cars and they first started producing movies. And now they don't even talk to me no more. Pride is something that'll take you somewhere where you don't want to be. And then it'll drop you somewhere where you also don't want to be. Pride will cost you everything but leave you nothing. So are you willing, are you really willing to put up your pride and gain nothing? I know I'm not. Pride comes before the fall and we talked about hitting rock bottom. You can't be so prideful that you forgot where you came from. You can't be so prideful that you forgot what it feels like to be at the bottom. You can't be that prideful. And the definition of pride is a feeling or deep pleasure or satisfaction derived from one's own achievements. The achievements of those whom one is closely associated or from qualities or possessions that are widely admired. And here are a few phrases. Pride goes or comes before fall. If you're too conceited or self-important, something will happen to make you look foolish. A person or thing of which one is very proud and which is a source of great pleasure. Y'all, there's nothing wrong with having pride. There's nothing wrong with being proud of your accomplishments. But when you start making it more about yourself than about the people that got you there, that's when, that's when your pride becomes your downfall. Now, if a singer was to get on stage right now and we was able to witness it for our own eyes and they get up here saying, you know, I worked so hard in the studio to make this music. I stayed day in and day out. This award means so much to me. I couldn't have done it if it wasn't for myself, y'all. If it wasn't for me staying up all night and you just sitting in the audience like, wait a daggone minute. Wait a minute. Wait a dang minute. We're the ones that streamed your music. We're the ones that got you where you are. So why would you get up here and make it all about you? And I, I mean, I didn't make it sound too prideful, but just imagine your favorite artist getting up there and not even recognizing the fact that their fans is what got them where they are. So when Noah built this tower, he forgot to acknowledge the fact that it was God that got him where he was. So he was so focused on building a tower so high that the hearts of others in the town, they were so pleased. They were so pleased. I want to be just like him. And instead of preaching the gospel and telling them like, y'all, it wasn't me that got me here. It was God. He just made it about them. Let's build the highest tower. So let me make the best music in the world. And I'm going to make it all about me. 
That's like me talking about this podcast and like, you know what? If it had not have been for my ideas and staying late up at night and doing everything that I could to make sure that this podcast was the best podcast I ever had, then it wouldn't be. My fans didn't get me where I am. It was my hard work that got me where I am. That is so prideful. That is so ugly. That is so ugly. Why would you want to be somebody that was so prideful that you truly forgot where you came from? It was your supporters that got you that award. It was your listeners that got you that Nobel Peace Prize. It was America that got you to be president. It was your fans that got you that Grammy. Like, people forget where they come from when they start getting accomplishments, when they start getting all these achievements. And yes, you played a very big part in your role. And it's nothing wrong with acknowledging your hard work. But you cannot forget where you came from. And when you're trying to chase other things other than chasing love, other than chasing the good thing, other than chasing God, the Bible says that God is love. So when you're producing this music, when you're becoming an actor, when you're when you're perfecting your craft, that goes with my homeboy. Um, I'm gonna shout him out. Cuts by Elvis. He has this brand called Craft Over Cloud. So when you stop perfecting your craft and focus more on your clout, that's when you lose sight of everything. It was your craft. It was your craft that got you there. It was your supporters that got you there. But it was also your supporters that gave you that boost of clout to make you who you are. So what good would you be to use your clout and forget about everything else that helped you get there? What good is that? What good is anything if you forgot where you came from? And the Bible says in the book of Romans, chapter 12, verse three, because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. So let me back up a little bit. It said, don't think you are better than you really are. You may look in the mirror and think that you are great, but you got to humble yourself when you walk out of your house because there are people that are better than you. There are people that have achieved more than you have. So to go around and be prideful and act like what you poop don't stink, you crazy. Because you are trash to somebody. You didn't get where you are by yourself. And there's that show, not show, it's a movie with Melissa McCarthy called uh, Boss. And she talks about how she's the reason why she got where she's at. Nobody helped her and all of these things. And just as quick as she became who she was, she hit a downfall. I encourage you to watch that movie. It's really good. It's a comedy. And she fell right back down and she found herself living in her assistant's house on the couch. So it's crazy how you go from being this billionaire to an Oprah in this movie to sleeping on your assistant's couch. It shows how pride, like I said, can be the very thing that causes your downfall. You got to be honest in your evaluation. So you're in accepting that award. When you're up there on stage giving that big speech, you got to be honest about your evaluation. You got to be real about how you got there. That's your opportunity to be your authentic self. That's your opportunity to show your fans 
to, to show your supporters and to show everybody that's listening to you that you got where you are because other people helped you get there. Instead of focusing just on you and building your tower, you helped other people build their towers as well. If Noah would have helped other people be just as great as he was, maybe God wouldn't have come down and given them different languages. Think about it. People like Fred Hammond. Fred Hammond is a musical genius, but Fred Hammond didn't become Fred Hammond just for being who he was. He became Fred Hammond because he helped other people become who they are. Look at people like Marvin Sapp. We listen to every day. Better yet, yes, you, let's use Donnie McClurkin or Donald Lawrence, who helped Karen Clark Shear be who she was when she dropped her first album, who helped her. Or if you look at people like, look at Maddie Moss Clark, she didn't use her musical gift to get her where she was. She used God. She had God that helped her. Look at people like Kirk Franklin. Kirk Franklin never forgot where he came from. He liked secular music growing up. So he was able to take secular music, bring a gospel beat to it, and create gospel music. Look at Twinkie Clark. Like, look at all of these artists that never forgot where they came from. Look at people like Taraji P. Henson, who was able to go into any type of show, any movie, and act her behind off because she never forgot where she came from. She never forgot the fact that she was an actress. She never forgot the fact that, and she always talks about it, how she used to be poor. She never forgot where she came from. Successful people make it when they realize that they didn't get where they are by themselves. Like I said, if Noah would have helped other people be just as great as he was, instead of taking his family, coming to a town and building the highest tower and having people look at him like he's a God and have so much please in their heart, like, oh my God, I want to be just like Noah. No, Noah should have said, no, you should want to be just like God. Build your house to be nice. Use it as your temple. Grow and help other people grow. Noah could have had a whole construction company. He could have been helping other people build their houses, but instead he chose to build a tower so high that other people wanted to be like him. And instead of evaluating himself, he evaluated other things. Instead of evaluating the situations around him and how he could help other people, he took pride in himself. So if you learn anything from this, anything at all, like I said earlier, your pride will cost you everything and leave you with nothing. Like the old folks say, it'll leave you with a pot to piss in. And remember, before I end this, pride comes before the fall. So if you are somebody that's being very prideful right now in your life, remember that pride comes before the fall. So stay humble. I'm out.